Welcome to Cupify This, the show geared towards understanding why people behave the way they do and what we can do to get our needs met. When our cups are full or filling, we have a strong sense of well-being. When they are emptying, we are driven to choose behaviours to fill them. In this show, we aim to cupify life. We're going to explore big ideas, current events and life in general using the lens of the Phoenix Cups. How exciting. It's the first one. It is. Our very first number one podcast. Woohoo. This is a moment. This is a monumentous moment and you're here with us for it. It is. It is. And I'm guessing there might be one or two of you out there who don't know who we are. Well, yet, because your friend told you to get on this and yeah. you're going, why am I here? So, Very gonna... wise friend. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that friend. <laughs> so we're going to tell you a little bit about what we're about. Uh, and first of all, let's, let's just give you a bit of an overview of what the Phoenix Cups framework is. Yes. Shall we do that? That's a great idea. Okay. I'll steal the microphone first. You will. Because your voice is all over the intro and such, so I get to do this fit. Understanding why people behave the way they do can be very simply explained using an analogy about cups. We're all motivated to choose behaviours to meet our needs. Actually, it's been argued that every single behaviour we do is to meet one of our basic human life needs. Now imagine those needs as five different size cups. We call those cups your safety cup, your connection cup, your mastery cup, your freedom cup and your fun cup. The difference between each of us is that we all have different size cups, which makes up our unique Phoenix Cups profile. Using this analogy, you could say that every behavior we choose is to fill a cup. When our cups are full of filling, we have a strong sense of well-being. And when they're emptying, we're driven to choose behaviors to fill them. So in a nutshell, we could say that each cup in the Phoenix Cups framework represents different basic human life needs. We all have different size cups, call our Phoenix Cups profile, and every behavior we choose is to fill a cup. Would you say that's about right, Sandy? I reckon that's pretty good. <laughs> that was my best talk show host voice, wasn't it? So I think that we're, we're going to explore a lot of these ideas that we've sort of unpacked uh, before together in the book and and uh, and the book club and things like that. And this is just another way of exploring some of these concepts and as they arise, we're not even sure where this journey of this podcast is going to take us yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But I think initially, because there's going to be a few of you out there, again, maybe just one or two of you, mm. who don't really know who we are and what our framework exactly is. So we're going to take it easy at the start. The first few podcasts will be just unpacking the cups and then later on we'll dive in a little bit further on how they really influence things such as relationships, our own behaviours, our own well-being and such. Mm. Mm. You might even send in questions or we could... Uh, perhaps look at what's going on in current affairs or things that are happening and cupify it. That's and we the will. plan. That's we're a gonna, great idea. We're going to cupify it. Yes. We, should, we should call this podcast Cupify This. Yes, we should. We should. <laughs> okay, so what's a great way to get people to understand how they can see cups in everyday life? What yeah, well, the staff meetings is where we see cups a lot, isn't it? Mm. Because we visit staff meetings to deliver training. Yep, we do. And, you know, professional development workshops and such. And it's pretty easy to spot cups in those. Yeah. 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 It's almost like people walk in almost carrying a tray of their cups, don't yeah, they? Yeah, you can see them. You can see the big ones particularly. So dominant cups are um, what we call well, when somebody has a particularly big need strength for one of the particular needs, we call that a dominant cup. So it's when they're that if we imagine those five different needs as cups, then one of their cups is much, much bigger than the others. Not everybody has a dominant cup. I have a dominant cup. You do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. You're going to pick on it? <laughs> no, I won't, uh, actually. It is. We've got to ease into that. Okay. <laughs> you can pick <laughs> on me later. My dominant cup is mastery, uh, and that drives most of my behavioral choices. It's very big. Uh, you could do our quiz, actually. You should probably do our quiz if you haven't done that already. It's on phoenixcups.com.au. And that's important, I think, for you to center yourself around, you know, what does this mean for you? Mm. Uh, you're, you've got a different dominant cup to me. I do. My, my dominant cup's a freedom cup. So I value freedom and autonomy. Uh, not so much value. It's just a bigger need that I have within myself. So I'm often driven to choose behaviors that are more freedom cup filling, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And, and when that freedom cup of yours is full or anyone's is full, you have a strong sense of autonomy. Uh, as for my mastery cup, when that's full, I, I have a very strong sense of self-competence and yes. I very much value that sense yep. of self-competence and you very much value that sense yeah. of autonomy. And that kind of makes up a lot of our personality, really, isn't and, it? And it does. And, and understanding each other's dominant cups as well is just helps relationships building as well and understanding why each other chooses certain behaviours, particularly if it's a behaviour that's not aligned with one of your dominant cups. So you might not choose certain behaviours or, certain, or have those certain needs, but you can now understand why somebody else has those yeah that's always handy particularly if we go back to those staff meetings so yeah um, because most of the time we do those staff meetings after hours don't we we come in it's the end of the day sometimes it's five o'clock six o'clock everybody's ready to go home but instead they come to a staff meeting with us and Mm. that's when we get to see their cups really come alive don't we yeah well uh, it depends if we've met them for the first time sometimes they'll be quite reserved and you know when we meet people for the first time we don't really show them you know what's what we're about so it's not like if we imagine that tray and on it five different cups it's not like we're carrying that around and we shove it in somebody's face and go look look at you know my great big empty safety cup and my huge connection cup we don't tell people that when we meet them for the first time so sometimes i might notice that a lot of people are sort of hiding their cups behind their back and uh but there's a great big fun cup that's poking out behind their head i can see that that's huge and that that big fun cup is normally the one in a team meeting that you know you know who they are already <laughs> you know who they are you might see them sometimes i hear them yeah, i can yeah. hear the laughter <laughs> coming before they even enter the room i go up oh, here comes my fun cup yes yeah. yeah i do um i tell a story often of the one that i i worked with for quite a while and we could hear her from the car park with her cooey um that she would call out in the car park before she entered the room and uh and then she would often be bringing contraband like you know wine or chocolate <laughs> and she is the one who would start the um, chair racing on office chairs up and down the hallway um, that's an that's quite a frequent fun cup behaviour I've noticed. If there's ever a chair race started at your office, it's most likely a fun cup who yeah, started it. Yeah. yeah, and the ones that usually uh, rein in the fun cups are sometimes are those those mastery cups who happen to have a small fun cup themselves. Yes, don't they? or safety cups. They're safety you know they're, they're too, often yeah. the workplace health and safety officer. The biggest safety cup I ever worked with absolutely loved it when we had a fire drill and she could put on her her safety officer hat like the little hard hat and stuff and you know make it all happen because she had a big mastery cup and a big safety cup. So this is another thing you'll learn too is is that uh, it's not just about your dominant cup, it's about the combination of your needs profile. So the the combination of the needs, I'm going to give you my example because I love talking about myself. The combination of my needs profile that, that is really obvious is a huge mastery cup and very, very small safety cup. Uh, and so those two things combined will create a lot of my behaviours. So if we go back to that staff meeting, we've got the big fun cups with the small safety cups. They're not really... 
the, those ones are dangerous. They break things. They do. Yeah. They, do. <laughs> they make a right mess. <laughs> uh, mastery cups. Uh, mastery cups. Often um, they'll they'll plan the meeting. Um, they'll make sure everybody uh, comes to it by threatening them with their life. Uh, they'll have the uh, you know the agenda all sorted. They'll have the They'll even order the catering so that the safety cups turn up. Safety cups need predictable meals, don't they? They need they routine, yep. predictability, bit of a bit of comfort food. They invented that term, I reckon. They did, they did. And we also know ourselves that we have to finish on time for those safety cups, don't yes, we? Yes, they need eight, eight full hours sleep, or they they're do. a bit of an ass to work with the yeah, next day. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Are we let us say ass. It's well, a PG show. It's, it's, it's our podcast. Okay, we can. We can. We just did. Yeah. So yeah, they can be uh, a little bit challenging to work with the next day. Uh, if they haven't had eight hours sleep. So we need our safety cups to be well rested. It's good for them. They will function better. Those of us with very small safety cups don't necessarily need to be well rested uh, or our version of well rested is five hours sleep and probably a bit of coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, you know, and then what have we missed? Connection cups, they hug everyone at staff meetings. Mm, that's pretty yeah. obvious. Except for the small connection cup. Mm, yeah, yeah. The so you say, yeah, the cup. dominant connection cups, they're yep. the ones who hug everyone. The yep. small connection cups, they're like, don't touch me and I won't touch you and we'll all get along. Yes, right? we will. You, often, you might find the small connection cup over with the fun cup with the wine perhaps. Yeah, that's a good chance of it. <laughs> that contraband that keeps coming in, the mastery cup will take that wine off them yep. before long because there's rules. And uh, probably another thing to mention – Oh well, Oh, we haven't mentioned Freedom Cups. That's because we don't get to meet them. No. They don't, they don't come to work after hours. Thank no. you very much. No, definitely not. They're waiting <laughs> for those uh, travel bubbles to open up, yeah, don't they? Yeah, aren't they? They're off and about. They're planning the next trip and they have no interest in coming to stupid staff meetings. They'll rock up to work when they damn well feel like it, yeah. actually. And often uh, with with Freedom Cups, though, if their need for autonomy is being met at work, they'll be there. They show up there. But if, if they're not, if there is something there that's really emptying their Freedom Cup at work, that's where we tend to see that from Freedom yeah. Cups. So they'll push back a little bit on that. What I love about Freedom Cups, and it's my second biggest cup, I might add, uh, but what I love about people with dominant Freedom Cups is they're often very, very connected to nature or they're creative. Uh, and uh, one or the other, you know, sometimes. Mm. Uh, and we're generalizing here, which we tend to do for shorter storytelling because we're keeping these podcasts short. Yep. But um, the. Freedom Cups will be, um, they're, they're so interesting when they get on a creative streak and they'll often want to bring other people in to that um, sense of autonomy and creativity as well. So, yeah, we, we love them to show up to work. Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a good uh, point to add here, though, that sometimes people can share behaviours, but it fills different cups. So just this evening, actually, I just finished doing a workshop, and although my dominant cup is freedom, another person's dominant cup is fun, and they just did the quiz, And but we both have the same behaviour, so we both enjoy travelling, and what we realise is, although the behaviour is the same, it was filling a different need. So for me, I like to get out and explore and see the world, where for this other person, their idea of travelling is having fun and excitement and things like that. So there can be multi-cup fillers um, in that sort of sense. Mm. We've got a lot to unpack here, don't we? We do have so much to unpack. So we're just going to ease you in slightly into this world of the Phoenix Cups, but also... um, Yeah, and just thinking together really, you know, about Mm. what's the emerging stuff coming out of psychology and and particularly positive psychology. I'm very interested in at the moment. I'm doing some post-grad study around that and it's very exciting. Uh, You're particularly interested in philosophy and very 
old philosophy as well mm. as what's happening in the new space. Yep. So uh, we're going to be bringing in a bit of our own kind of research around that. We're interested in knowing what you, what your journey is as well. Uh, we're, we're interested in seeing what else is kind of just happening in the world around us and yep. and seeing what we can do to make sense of that and behaviours. I think what you're going to find useful though from this introduction and and what often people do is they start to see other people's behaviours in a bit of a different light. Yeah, to, to understand why we choose behaviours because every behaviour is purposeful, isn't it, really? Mm. There's yep. always a need behind it. There's always a cup being filled by it. Yep. So it might not necessarily be a, cup, a dominant cup we have or we might choose different behaviours to fill that cup, but we do know at the end of the day each behaviour a person is choosing is to fill a cup. Yeah, yeah. which makes them less annoying really. Yeah. When you realise that. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's the dig at me. <laughs> so that is, that's, that's kind of the gist of it really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think that's a good introduction. Yeah. Um, again, we have Well to, done us. We did. We did, we yeah. Did it. Look at us go. Yeah. yeah. That's and a good nobody introduction. can see the glass of wine in our hands. <laughs> uh-huh. I wasn't was going to mention it. No. I'm yeah. just, hey, it's been a really long day at work. To be fair, it's nearly midnight. Uh, and we have had a really, really big day at work, and we thought, you know what, you know what's a good time to start a podcast? <laughs> Midnight. About let's that. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So uh, it's done, and yeah, yeah, all right. I have yeah. a little sneaky glass of wine. It was going to be a sneaky glass of wine, but you just announced I, it to just, the world. Yes. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so excited that you're yeah. here with us. This and is I, really great. I, I just want you to join us on our journey because yeah. we're going to unpack this so much more. So yeah. in the meantime, though, until you do hear from us next, as Sandy said, jump onto our website to do our Phoenix Cups quiz. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's free like like this is. It's yep. Just uh, go on there. Check it out. It's a, it's a bit of fun. It's 30 questions. Uh, if you haven't done it, that's kind of a great time for us to tell you, actually. When you're answering each question, Think about how you would average your answer over your lifespan. So rather than answer it now, how you're feeling right in this instant, which, you know, quite frankly, my safety cup, despite it being small, is quite empty. I haven't had enough sleep and it's been exhausting and I, and it's empty. So if I was answering the quiz now, I'd probably be leaning towards safety, but even though my safety cup is small. So what I need to do is actually think about how would I have answered it last week, last month, five years ago, 10 years ago, mm. five years from now, and kind of average how you would normally answer it, not this moment. So yeah. that why that that is will unfold itself as we kind of go on this journey together and you'll kind of get that eventually but right now just trust us in the process and just average your answer really think about you know how would this normal your normal behavior most of the time be and then hit that answer and then you'll get a good indication of what your actual needs profile is and and that needs profile is a quite a fixed part of your personality yep. somewhat. So, you know, we can argue about that. We will argue about that. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll open all this up so yeah. much more. It's going to be fun. It will be. Woo-hoo. And really excited we about this it. journey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Catch us next time. We'll see you then. See ya. Bye. 